Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm tired of being a gigantic bitch on the internet, I think. Citizenship transfer from U.S. to New Zealand. Like, literally, oh my God, I want to go to New Zealand so bad. (gasps) I love Sauvignon Blanc. She made me, like, her famous banana bread. Although John ate half of it because he was hungry or whatever. Fuck you, John. Don't you have enough Grammys? Lettuce. Wow, I've never heard someone say lettuce like that. Wow. Look her say hi to Lucy. Oh my God. You just keep bringing up doozies. My God. I also just farted, so I'm hoping you couldn't hear that on the audio recording. Kia ora, everybody, and welcome to a very special episode of Culture Vulture. I've just come off of an interview, or more maybe like a chat, just a chat with Chris Clemens. Now, Chris is a YouTuber, an influencer, I don't know, he's really outspoken, he's really fucking funny, he's a comedian. He's a comedian, that's what we'll call him. He's got a gorgeous dog, Booger, who comes and joins us for some of the interview. He talks about Chrissy Teigen, he talks about Emma Watson, all these weird scenarios he's been in. He even talks about drinking marinara sauce instead of tomato soup. We also plan a wine tour together in New Zealand. I ask him about all the questions that you guys sent through. And basically, I think we're best friends and it's a really wholesome chat. Now, I will say there's a lot of chat about mental health. So do sort of listen with caution if you're having a bit of a hard time yourself. And it wouldn't be a normal shit you should care about podcast if there weren't some technical difficulties. So the sound at some points is not great. Anyway, I will stop talking. Here is the interview. Love you all. Okay, Chris, I want to start off with this because I was listening to your podcast, Unhinged Chris Clemens, the name fits the whole vibe of the podcast, and I heard you talking about how, this is so not even shit you care about, but how you heat up marinara sauce and eat it as if it's tomato soup. Listen, I did not come (laughs) on here to be attacked or to fight, okay? Like, what are we doing here starting out of the gate with that? If you listen, you know exactly how I feel about that. You know how it makes me feel. Um, I, yeah, I think that tomato soup that you buy out of a can is trash. It all tastes the same and it tastes so metallic. And to me, getting tomato sauce, like plain marinara out of a jar putting it into a bowl, and then heating it up. How is that not like gourmet tomato soup? I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. No, I'm obsessed with you. I'm also obsessed that this is the hill we're willing to die on at the start of this podcast. No, it's like the hill I will just like be willing to die on in general. Is like, I think it's like my one mission in life. And I don't know why, but... I love that. Also, I put a wee call out to our audience saying that I was interviewing you. And I'm not even fucking kidding. I feel like there's this weird, huge crossover of our audiences because everyone's excited for you. I'm, I, I mean, I was excited. They are beyond. That is 
like, I just don't understand how to, like, accept, like, thank you, I guess. I am just, like, no, 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 that sounds rude. Like, thank you. Like, that, I'm explaining why I'm, like, so confused on how to take that. Because lately, I just, I used to be, like, really mentally strong with my job. And, like, especially after the pan, after the pandemic, as if it's, like, over. Once I got vaccinated and stuff, I thought everything would just, like, go back to normal. But I feel so, like, I feel like. I'm mentally ill. I just think that, like, I'm like, oh, my God, no one watches my videos anymore. I've peaked. Like, I'm irrelevant. Not that, like, life is about any of those things. But when your job is entertainment, like, I care if people are interested in me still, um, which is something I need to not be. But so thank you. That means a whole lot to the shit you should care about community. Um, I care about you all. Well, that's actually the thing they wanted to know the most. Um, It was how you're doing. I don't want you to have to dwell. I don't want you to have to overshare, but we talk about mental health so fucking much. We've just gone back into lockdown. I'm in my 10th week of like being in my room. Stop. So, so I'm sort of right there with you, but everyone wants to know and I want to know, how are you going? You've had a bit of an anxious morning. Yeah. Oh my God. You're really up to date. Shit. <laughs> it's my job. Um, my anxiety, my, like, so I wake up with a lot of, I call it morning anxiety. I just, it, it's in the morning when I wake up and it's like anxiety. It's like the worst anxiety I ever have is like just when I wake up, it's sometimes like five to seven days a week. I feel like a lot of it is dealing with like thoughts that you have and trying to regulate what is a rational thought and what is an irrational thought. My therapist calls it whack a mole where it's like the second you have a thought that you know is a cognitive distortion or like is an irrational thought, you, t- you say, nope, we're not doing that. And it just trains your brain basically to just not feed into the loop that those thoughts kind of put you on. So I'm trying to get back to that. But yeah, I woke up with a ton of anxiety and just like these thoughts in my head of like, oh, you peaked. Everyone hates you. You actually have no friends. And I think I get triggered by like Halloween and like my birthday because those are two very social things. And right now I just kind of feel like a loser who has no friends. (laughs) So yeah, but I'm working on it. I'm on Wellbutrin and Lexapro, which is like, so phenomenal. I used to think like, oh my God, antidepressants mean you're so fucked. And it's like, no, when you have a broken leg, you don't walk on both legs. You have a crutch. Oh my God. I love how open you're being. Like this is the chat that we have with friends and we need to be having with the world. It sounds so dark, but I just think it's like normal to talk about like, oh my fucking God, do some days just test me. It's a fucking ride. Understatement of the year. And you'll get there and you're getting there. Does Booger help with any of this? Everyone wants to know about Booger. Oh my God. I would be happy. I'm looking at her right now. She's sleeping on her little poof. Oh, she's so fucking cute. I would take bullets for her. Like, so many. No, but she is everything. I know, literally, I'm sorry. You lit the fuck up as soon as I... I knew it was a good segue. I was like, yeah, yeah. let's get on to Booger. You're like, like, oh shit, how do we turn this ship around? <laughs> I mean, how could I not? She's just a fat little nugget. Oh, I just want to squeeze the shit out of What is that human, like reaction to shit where you just want to like destroy it i don't know but i look i think we should look into that yeah i don't want to destroy just for the record i guess i should make that <laughs> like but like oh my god she's so cute that i just want to anyways this has been the weirdest start i feel it's unhinged. unhinged oh my god we both jinx you owe me a joint i can't actually get to the u.s right now so maybe when you get to new zealand <laughs> which is one of the questions that i need to ask you everyone wants to know if you know anything about new zealand um i know lord is from there 
Um, I know that you guys have a female leader. Jacinda Ardern. What? Jacinda Ardern is her name. Jacinda Ardern. Hi, Jacinda. <laughs> yeah, she'll definitely be listening to us. That's why I failed schools because I can I can never remember details like names or dates or I mean just like anything remotely useful. I know you guys are called kiwis. Yeah. Right? And and do you know if it's after the fruit or after something else? The bird. Yes. The okay. bird. I almost doubled down and said, I know that you guys had like, what? Is that like your national bird? But it's extinct, (laughs) right? No, it's still around, but it can't fly. And there's not that many. Oh, I'm thinking of an aardvark. Oh, (laughs) my God. Wait, what am I thinking? It's not important. Wow, I really should say less. That is like what my takeaway from this is say less. (laughs) You can't say less, Chris, because it's only me and you here. And if you say less, it's me talking. Fair, fair, which I guess I would rather have because you're way more eloquent, knowledgeable. But Um, no, 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 no. Me and Chris were just talking about how he goes no, or he has a bit where he does it like Jamae, like Australian voice where he goes like no. And I've already had to call him out. It's not a bit though. Like it's not a bit. It's like a bad habit at this point. I used to watch it when I lived in New York, I would get stoned and just watch Jamae. And then I would be high and it's, it's really, it's like a character flaw at this point. I don't have any, I, I have no control over it. It just like comes out. <laughs> no, but same. It happens to me at work all the time. Work as if I don't fucking work for myself. Okay, boss girl. I get roasted all the time because my nose, I constantly, no, sweetie, no. <laughs> well, everyone wants you to come here. Oh my God, no. I, the way you guys handled the pandemic, I was like, okay, citizenship transfer from US to New Zealand. Like literally, oh my God, I want to go to New Zealand so bad. I went to Australia briefly for a tour and I was like, oh my God, I can't even imagine what New Zealand looks like. Like Australia, but less people and like much more relaxed. So your vibe completely. It's like, it's like a lot greener, right? Yeah. Okay. That's like the vibe I guess. Speaking of the pandemic, which we're all speaking of all the fucking time. I but know. But you have been amazing with, like, um, the information that you share about the pandemic and just, like, I don't know, you just don't beat around the bush when it's, like, get a fucking vaccine, put a fucking mask on, protect your community. I don't know. It's something that, like, literally the entire world is going through. So, like, for me, I feel like to not be blunt, I just, I don't understand that. <laughs> like, we are all in the same, but like, no one is a mute. Like, no, I mean, I don't know. I just, I'm, I'm tired of being a gigantic bitch on the internet, I think. And, like, over the last year and a half, I did nothing but sit at home on the internet. You're very outspoken, though. You're not a gigantic bitch. No, I'm too outspoken. No, that's what makes me a gigantic bitch. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant, like, a little bitch as in, like... You were too timid on the internet. I was like, no, I don't think no, that's I'm, the problem. <laughs> I'm scared of the internet, but I'm not timid on there, which I need to be more timid. <laughs> so Nicki Minaj, you're a big fan of Nicki Minaj. I like can't even go down that road today. My antidepressants aren't strong enough for that. I just want like one <laughs> one comment on Nicki Minaj's getting the vaccine will make you impotent and make your testicles. Is this supposed to be lighter? I mean, this just got heavier. I'm like, fuck. Here's the thing, Nicki Minaj has always been someone who is controversial. I think you can still support, or not support, but like be a fan of and still hold accountable slash be critical. And to me, I just, that was like an extremely disappointing turn of events. The severity of tweeting it out 
to the world, basically, of a fan base who really is so hardcore, I think is just kind of scary. I know that people can be like, well, you're a hypocrite, Chris, because you've bashed and bullied. And yeah, I know. I'm a human being. We're all we're all hypocritical. I mean, <laughs> people can be multiple things. You can be a fan of her and not condone what she fucking said about vaccines. It's a very normal human thing. And that's how I feel. It's just nothing is like ever, everything isn't so Mm -hmm. black and white. There's a lot of complexity to life. Honestly, I actually did not even try to make this go deep. It just instantly, everything we talk about goes there. I love it. I kind of love it too, but I'm wondering, I'm wondering how these next things are going to go deep because I actually just want to have fun and I want to hear. Oh my God, what is happening? I want to hear some stories, some stories that I know that you've told already multiple times, but I want to hear them from you and I want to hear about Hilary Duff. I want to hear about you (laughs) and Hilary Duff. Someone told me, please just ask her about the story about Hilary Duff. Well, that person made a mistake and didn't tell you to specify which one. Oh, oh my God. Well, all of them then. No, I, we don't have time for that. And like, I don't have the emotional strength oh. for that. Um, yeah, I, so Shania Twain was like my first crush, but then like Hilary Duff is like my real crush. I went to a show on every tour. Like I went to book signings. Like, oh my God. I see her constantly. I used to, before the pandemic, we would have, we'd go to the same coffee shop. And so I'd always, she'd be in front of me. I'd be behind her. She would like, blah. And I was like, oh my God, this is a nightmare. If only you knew me, Hillary Duff. Thank God you don't. Oh, thank God. Oh my God. I got a kiss from her on the cheek because it was on my bucket list. Like, oh my God. I was one of those kids at a meet and greet asking for a kiss on the cheek. Like, oh. It's so cringy. It is so cringy. Getting a kiss on the cheek from Hilary Duff can't be as bad as that time you picked up Emma Watson. What is this? <laughs> I know I've talked about them, but come on. Damn, you are just like, one more. I mean, like, damn, is this one of those influencer boxing matches? Because I am taking a beating. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, and I, like, I came on here with the intention to be friends, and now I just, it I'm feels like, like a roast. It's enemies. not. We are foes. Um, <laughs> Fuck you, Lucy. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, I just, like, so I was, I grew up in Delaware. There was no, like, fame. Like, that did not exist. Like, I was, like, fame and Hollywood and all that shit really always fascinated me because I was like, Wow, it looks so glamorous. Um, so yeah, so like famous people to me were really like, <gasps> like I would just get jittery and weird and stuff. Like I just, you know, I don't know. Obviously, as I've grown up and I've kind of gotten into this, it doesn't phase me and it like, you kind of realize that it's... You're chill now. Yeah. You're yeah, I just, human. I yeah, everybody's just kind of a person and I don't really want to talk to them unless they're like Rihanna. Okay, well, we'll arrange that. But first of all, Emma Watson. Don't even play. Oh my God, I also have to ask you questions about Lord. We'll get into that. I just moved out of Delaware, went to NYU. It was like my third week there and I get an email being like, you got tickets for the Anderson Cooper show. Uh, the guests are, is the perks of being a wallflower cast. And I was like, what the fuck even is that? And then I see Emma Watson and I was like, oh my God. So this was before the movie came out or anything. And it was like their promo tour. And so I got me and an extra ticket. And so I took my friend who also loved Emma Watson and it was his birthday the day after of the taping. And so we, so we see them, we get a screening of the movie. Um, and it was like so good. I think it was releasing in like the next week or so. So then I was like, oh my God, that movie was so good. I need to think of a question to ask Emma. <sighs> Things I didn't need to do. Think of a question to ask Emma. 
Um, so I asked her some stupid fucking thing that, oh, like, I just wanted. And, so we got there, I guess I should say, we got there, to the taping after seeing the screener. And they were like, are, do we have any Emma Watson fans? And I was like, oh, me. Like, I was like, I'll do anything for a picture with Emma Watson. Like, are you kidding me? Like, that was, that was so my mindset back then. And so I was like, yeah, I have a question for Emma. So they seated us, like, a oh second God. couch away from the stage. And I was like, oh, my mm-hmm. God, this is it. This is, this, this is going to be amazing. <laughs> And so then Anderson Cooper hands us the microphone and they're like, you have a question for Emma? And I say some bullshit question. I was like, what's the hardest part of like some stupid ass question? She answers it. And then my friend next to me is like, it's my birthday. And I was wondering if I could get a hug. And she's like, of course. So he goes up to, and I'm like, you motherfucker, I got these tickets. And you aren't even going to throw me a bone and say, my friend and me? And it's a competition now. Oh, absolutely. So I go up and follow, just be like, hoo-hoo, I guess we both get to. <laughs> and then I just had an adrenaline rush, and I, like, picked her up. I, like, hugged her and then, like, did one of those, like, thing, and her feet kicked up. And honestly, if I wasn't, at the time, like, a weird, awkward person, that would have been, like, really cute. But it was, like, definitely really... No. Like, if she was my wife, that would have been a really cute moment. <laughs> but she isn't and wasn't. She was a oh. A-list celebrity, and I was a freshman in college who was hungover. Oh, my God. I'm obsessed with that. And also, if anyone wants a bit of a mental image of Chris while telling that story... Oh, 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 oh! It exists on the internet. Oh. Because Anderson Cooper's show took that clip and uploaded it to the internet. So it lives on in infamy. It lives on forever. It lives forever. I was just going to yep. say that you were sort of recoiling in like horror, but you've just told the world that it exists on the internet. So Yeah, no, I mean, it does. So I'm not going to sit here and act like it doesn't. Oh Why wouldn't goodness. it go onto the internet and Why just wouldn't live it? In... And be timestamped forever without context, even though the context doesn't really help that situation. I'm telling you, the internet is the, the worst. Internet is the worst. <laughs> no, the internet is... The inter- that's the thing. The internet is so fucking cool and powerful, but it can also just be as shitty and brutal. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, I don't have any of my own personal, like, social medias because I have shit you should care about, which is fucking this huge whopper of a thing. Yeah. Go off, by the way. Like, honestly, though, like, what a great platform you've set up. The due diligence and I just think even, like, the lighter stuff is... I just think you do a great job. I was, like, honored when you said, like, come on the podcast. I was like, oh, my God, why? Yeah, and then you meet me and you're like, okay. Yeah, and then I get on here and I'm like, oh, fuck this. (laughs) Yeah, but I feel like shit you should care about literally exists because the internet is so hard to maneuver and like figure out and i just want there to be like one nice place like one nice place i love it and if i can do that fun no i think you're killing it okay chris i would be murdered if i didn't ask you about this it's also the first time i sort of put together who you were like who i'd seen on youtube versus who you were as a person was when Chrissy Teigen needed some lettuce and your boy came to the rescue. Lettuce. Wow. I've never heard someone say lettuce like that. Wow. What lettuce? I just like with their, with like the New Zealand accent. I'm like, wow. But like that, like kind of lettuce, (laughs) lettuce, lettuce, lettuce. charge you. That's the thing that's going to really send you this episode, isn't it? Okay. Tell us the story about the lettuce or the the greens, if you want me to stop saying the lettuce, 
the Nar. latest Nar. I love it. Um, yeah, one day, day, like, I think it was like nine or 14 or something. Like, I remember I captioned the picture oh. day 11 of pandemic. So it was, okay, early days. Pandemic. Oh my God, like first two weeks. Yeah, she tweeted out like, hey, I need Letta Romaine. And I had just bought some. And I was like, I remember I was sitting on my couch in my room at the time because it was in my old house. And I like sprinted to the kitchen. I was like, oh my God. I was, I don't know. It was just like at that point I was like. Well, you were two weeks into lockdown. You needed something to do. I needed, exactly. It doesn't feel that like, it feels crazy then because we've been in it so long. But yeah, I just, I sprinted. I was like, I have it. So I tweeted, I'm verified. So obviously she saw it. With flicks. Yeah, I know. I was like, what? Come through, blue check mark for once. Yeah, she saw it and we just like exchanged tweets and stuff. And then we were DMing. And then we were texting and then we exchanged the thing and John ended up coming and it was like a whole, and then it was like on TV in Germany and I was like, why? So, so how did you actually deliver it? Like for anyone that didn't see it on the news, did you actually, did you go to their house? Did you like social distance? So we met, we decided to meet at a church parking lot that was like kind of equidistant to us both. And then she brought one of her kids like play cars and she put like a bucket in it and we like rolled shit back and forth. And what did she give you? No, she gave me, what did she say? Or what did, I don't even, oh, banana bread. Duh. Oh my God. Literally. I'm so fucking stupid. No, you're not. She made me like her famous banana bread. And although John ate half of it because he was hungry or whatever. So I was like, fuck you, John. Don't you have enough Grammys? And then she also got us like some vegan food. Oh my God. And a bottle of John's wine from like uh, LVE. Oh my God. It is so good. <laughs> it is such good wine. I was Oh my shook. God. I didn't even realize John Legend made wine. Yeah. I'm from a wine region, like a small wine region in oh New Zealand. And so look, we'll get you here. We'll get you on a wine tour. Oh my God. I was just about to say, I will literally come just for the wine tour. No, like, truly. Like, holy shit. That sounds amazing. What, are you red or white? What, what type of wine? Right now, I'm like... If, like, I'm fine with both, I'll drink both. I do prefer white right now, but I do drink both. Well, yeah, our region, it's Sauvignon Blanc region. <gasps> I love Sauvignon Blanc. Do you? Well, that, literally, I no. I love Sauvignon Blanc. Marlborough, where all three, like, small town, but beautiful is where like the best sav in the world i'm not even kidding no, it sounds you. real like patriotic i live in america i've seen worse patriotism sorry for hyping my hometown but we've just got to get you here because yum you can also do um e-bike tours now did i read or hear that you have like a pedal assist like bike motorized bike oh yeah 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 i have a, an electric bike but do you love it oh my god i love it i haven't ridden it in a minute it was something i got in the pandemic and i was like holy shit no i literally just got mine in this like new phase of the pandemic and i was i felt like this is my one bit of freedom and i don't get sweaty yes yeah yes yes <laughs> and like when you go up a hill, like yes. you don't have to sweat. I know. And what? you sort of pull up to the like grocery store and think I am better than you in your cars. Like I'm, I'm on. Yeah. I just, I, I don't even think that. I just think like, I am that bad bitch. <laughs> like, <laughs> I know. let's ride. <laughs> I don't know where I saw this or heard this, but I remember thinking, 
that's our in. If we don't get along, which we've been getting along fine, so that's actually all good. You're coming on a wine tour. I know, we have a lot scheduled. But I thought we would talk about the electric bike if we're like grasping. <laughs> but no, we've been yeah. living on time. <laughs> it's always good to have a backup plan. <laughs> Boogie. Oh, can I see Booger? Booger, say hi to Lucy. Stop. You've got the most gorgeous dog in the world. I know. She really is like so fucking beautiful. You're so beautiful. Do you know that? Oh, okay. I have another question. Did you go to the Jake Paul and Tana wedding? Oh my God. You just keep bringing up doozies. My God. Um, Yes, I did. And you would too for a check. (laughs) You would too for a fucking check. What? So you got paid to go? No, I vlogged and turned that shit into a million views. Yes. Oh my god. I am jealous, but like, what was it like? It was um, awful. Oh. Awful. It was like being on a set because it was all fake. It was really like, was it worth a million views? Mm. Yeah, because now it's also giving us content. I mean, I went. I went with I went with my roommate and good friend Andrew. Mm-hmm. So we like made the bet. We always have a good time wherever we mm-hmm. go. Um. So I mean, yeah, it was like really fun and chaotic. But, like, the wedding itself was a hot, 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 hot... Oh, my God. It was, like, 900 degrees, so oh. it really was a hot mess. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It was... I wore, like, a suit, and people were there in, like, shorts and jeans, and I was like, right. I don't know why I expected this to be a functional wedding. Oh, my God. That was such a fucking shit show. I, like, really honestly forget that sometimes I went to that. I can't believe you went. I also need to ask you, like, sorry to just be jumping around, but were you in the Wolf of Wall Street? <laughs> yes, I I was, but, like, as an oh extra. I, sorry, I'm growing my hair out, and I'm having a bad hair day, but my when you wear a beanie, like, my, your head itches. My flatmate did tell me. She said, don't bring up his hair because he's growing it out, and people have been, like, mean to him about it. And I was like, as if I'm going to fucking oh bring God. up his hair. Like, no, I mean, people... So, Um, My hair is this, like, awkward length, and so I was, like, middle parting it because I was like, oh, God, that looks bad. Okay, maybe I agree with what people are saying. You know, it just felt like I was putting in an effort. And then everybody would grill me about the side part or the middle part, and I was like, okay, so now we're bullying people's appearances again or... Because it wasn't like, it wasn't like making a joke, like people who were like, oh, you look like Mr. Peewee or whatever. I was like, okay, that's a funny reference. Like, okay, make a reference. Like people were just like straight up like, Chris, what is this hair? I'm like, oh, <laughs> like, do you not have more to worry about? I mean, than- like I can point you to an Instagram of shit you should care about. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's what your roommate meant. You um, but yeah, I was an extra in the Wolf of Wall Street and I missed literally a month of school for it. And I was like doing like 16 to like 20 hour days. Um, And I was in like all the office scenes. And there was a scene where like Leo walked in front of me that got cut. There was a scene where I talked to Jonah Hill's character that got cut. I'm I'm really surprised that such a main character was sort of just behind the scenes like you. I know. I was like, so am I getting paid more? Am I getting IMDb credit? (laughs) No, (laughs) No, but I was just stoked because Martin Scorsese is like, iconic um and i'd all i've always like learned about him in school and stuff so to me i was just like holy shit i would die to be a part of this even if it is just background um and it was really fun i feel like i learned a lot i stole quite a bit from the set like i stole fucking everything <laughs> i was like oh my god leonardo dicaprio touch these dice or swipe brands must love working with you <laughs> he's giving me the finger you guys can't see but he's giving me the finger 
Do you have anything? I'm, I'm aware we've been talking for a while. I've been taking up your time that you could be sort of hanging out with Booger. Um, do you have anything you want to plug? Do you have anything that's like coming up next? Do you, what are you up to? Uh, so I can't really say more than this, but I just sold a show, which I am super excited. That should either be on my YouTube channel or I don't know where it's going to be, but, um, but it is, it is weed focused and I'm super excited. Um, and I have Unhinged with Chris Clemens. The Halloween special comes out this week. I guess by the time this goes up, it might already be live. I also just farted, so I'm hoping you couldn't hear that on the audio. <laughs> oh my God, I really hope I really hope you can't. Um, and then I'm working on Middle Kid again. <laughs> Middle Kid is my clothing brand that I'm really trying to take to like a oh whole new level. Okay, sleep. I know. I'm. You said anything you want to plug, and I was like, I'm going to run with this. Oh, well... Thank you very much for coming and hanging out with me. I hope it's eased eased your anxiety a little or maybe added to it. Oh my God. No, this was so great. I'm such a fan of your page. Like I said, yes, yes. (laughs) I I don't know. I just think what you do is so awesome. And I just, again, I feel honored. Oh, well, okay. Next time we see each other, we'll be e-biking around the Sauvignon Blanc vines. Yeah, we'll we'll be drunk drunk biking through a vineyard. I'm here for it. And I think Booger maybe can definitely come as well because New Zealand, like, she'd love it. You said to come with a rant. And let me tell you, I want to bring Booger with me everywhere. I was just in Vegas for work. And instead of flying there, I drove just so Booger could be with me. And it was so fun, like showing her the Bellagio fountains and like walking her through the casino and like things you do with was, a significant other, but you've got booger. Or like a kid. Yeah. yeah. I mean, not, I guess not Vegas. Not Vegas for a kid. kid, but like that is my rant is that like, Oh, I just want to bring her everywhere. I don't like being without her. Are you kidding? Booger. I love you. I love you. Booger. You're looking at me, but I love you. Stop looking at me like that. I love you. I want to travel with you and I can't. Do you know how frustrating that is? Unless I drive everywhere. I'm not ready for that mobile life. I like staying in one place. Why is she fucking staring at me? She looks at me like I'm crazy. Sorry, I've been totally just having a conversation with my dog. I don't know if you were taught at school, but it's like when you're writing an essay and they say never, ever, ever, ever introduce something new into the conclusion. That's what we just did. And the conclusion of this, we introduced a whole new thing. Traveling with animals. And this is exactly what my podcast is like. So what you see is what you get, folks. Yep, I love it. Okay, Chris, well, look, I'm sure we'll talk again soon because fun and love your work. And I hope you are feeling better. I hope you start feeling better. You will. Dun-dun-dun. <laughs>